You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome back to another episode here on Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, thanks for making us your first listen to your day. We know you have many options, but thanks for making us your first listen. Really, really appreciate that. Um, And also, thank you, Vandy, for still being the worst college program in the history of the world. Uh. Um let me stop you right there, Clint, because I believe I heard Clark. I heard Clark Lee say in the preseason SEC media days that Vanderbilt was, in fact, the best college athletic experience that a student athlete could have. If uh, that- if we can if we can get Tiffany over in the, uh-huh. the media department to get little little snippets of the coaches that Kirby has just taken their soul side by side during mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, Clarkley, mm. uh, Shane, mm-hmm. uh, Dabo, mm-hmm. just just truncate them all together. I'd be happy. Just That'd be saying. fantastic. Um, hey, we're glad you're here. We are fans first and foremost. If you can figure that out, we're not gurus or insiders. And thank you for that fact. Because if we were gurus and insiders, we'd say random stuff and never be right. And maybe once in a while, somebody might roll the dice and it would go in our favor. We're fans, which means we talk like fans. We have conversations like fans. This podcast is for fans by fans. That's what Daniel and I accelerate our lives at. That's right. Um, uh, So if you're a fan of the University of Georgia, then we think that you're in the right place. We understand that you may be listening or watching this and you're not a fan of the University of Georgia. Maybe you're a fan of another team. And listen, fans are welcome in this environment. But just let me let me be clear up okay. front. I, I feel yeah. like Clint was trying, but let me I just would, be crystal clear up front. You, if you if you think that maybe we're going to be unbiased, mm. then that is not accurate. If you think that we're maybe going to be reserved. In mm. our thoughts and opinions, also not accurate. Um, we are not national media um, no. gurus or self-proclaimed insiders. We are Georgia fans. That's what this podcast is. So, if you're an Arkansas fan, and listen, there's some, there's some of y'all out there. Arkansas fans are feeling real good right now, Clint. Let me just say that, and there's nothing we're going to say today that's going to make them feel any worse. And to be honest with you, I'm going to say some things today that are going to make them feel even better, to be I totally upfront with you. Can't wait. Arkansas fans are feeling real good. So, uh, welcome to the show, Arkansas mm. fans. It'll, it'll be Auburn fans next week, but we're happy that you're here. Mm. Um, we're on YouTube. Uh, go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Bulldogs on YouTube. We're also wherever podcasts are found. As Clint said, thanks for making us your first listen on your podcast regimen, um, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all of that. Subscribe there. If you like the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on the podcast side. Give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and click the bell and all those things. Leave us a comment on the YouTube side. All those things are helpful. Thanks for doing all those things. We're happy to be in whatever medium you find us in. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. If you're a Georgia fan, particularly, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. Locked on Bulldogs at gmail.com. 
or hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, he found it. It's right there. Yep. Um, it reads left to right instead of right to left. I, but look, other than that, don't listen. Look. It's hard. It's a mirror Just, effect on the on the camera, and so it's you don't understand how hard it is. Um, all right. Today we're breaking down Arkansas. We're talking about this Arkansas team. What have we seen? Mm-hmm. Um, this ain't Vandy, Clint. So no. this ain't South Carolina, Clint. So no. we're going to have to give this team some attention is what I'm trying to say on this sure. podcast. And um, they are certainly worthy of some attention. They Two are. wins over top 15 teams. Uh, one of them at a neutral site. One of them at home. Uh, Texas was ranked 15, and um, Texas A&M obviously in the top 10 last week. Uh, two wins over top 15 teams. You could easily argue that I I think I think you have a strong case to argue Arkansas has the best resume of any team in college football right now. Clint, I, do you dispute I wouldn't, it? I wouldn't fight you, Daniel, at all. No, uh, the closest I can come to uh, Penn State has a couple uh, of of good wins sure. under their belt, yeah, but. Definitely not incredible from what we've seen of Auburn and Wisconsin since those games. So, yep, absolutely. I can't say that. I'd say Arkansas is the quarter pole of the of the season. They have the best resume, hands down. I mean, unless you count Florida, who lost almost one to, against Alabama, which is like winning the national championship if you're Florida. So, um, that's really sure. as good of a resume as you could ever have. Sure. A, no, I, 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 I get that, Florida fan. Um, okay, so let's talk about this team, Clint. Let's talk about Arkansas. Mm. Um, we talk about Georgia a lot, so we're going to talk about Georgia less today. We're going to talk about Arkansas more today, which should interest you if you're a college football fan or a Georgia fan or an Arkansas fan. And so hopefully that covers my basis of everybody who's watching. That's, or that's a wide, wide, wide road. I'm trying to throw it. out a wide net. Ooh, <laughs> encapsulated quite a bit. All right, so the, let's start with the offense. Okay. This Arkansas offense, it begins and ends with KJ Jefferson. He is the straw that stirs the drink. He is um, dynamic. Uh, he is a weapon in multiple respects at quarterback. And let's just get it out of the way up front, Clint. He's playing in this game. He, there is not a world in which he does not start and does not cease to come out of the game. Like he won't. He won't be coming out. He won't be coming to the sideline. I don't care. This kid is tough. Like. If you all understand, sure. he's a tough, tough player, and he's a good player, but he's starting this game. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Um, Burks also starting in this game. Um, so I'm not worried about either of those guys. Both of them have obviously had different injury concerns throughout the season. But um, yep. But uh, K.J. Jefferson, I mean, look, what, could, what can you say? Through four games, 840 yards passing, 250 yards rushing, 60% completion percentage. Um, the guy can do it all. He can hurt you with his legs. He can hurt you with his arm. And I would say, Clint, primarily, he hurts you with his arm in two specific ways. Okay. He he throws it quick to the outside. Mm-hmm. And then he gives you that hard play action because Arkansas does like to run the ball. He gives you that hard play action, and he throws it deep over the top. He throws a really good deep ball. Very accurate so far this season on the deep ball. Uh, and he's got speedy, very talented wide receivers. One of their names is A.J. Green, which seems unfair. Not to be I confused. I don't know. Seems unfair. 
True freshman AJ Green, running back slash wide receiver. Uh, he kind of does it all for them. He's kind of a James Cook type player for them. Um, yeah, he throws it deep and he throws it quick to the outside. He'll also roll out of the pocket, buy some time, sure, hit some guys down the field. But um, yeah, when you watch this Arkansas offense, Clint, and I know you have because you watched that. You you watched we watched at least two Arkansas games this year because everybody yep. has. Um. What do you see that um, makes you take notice? And uh, what do you see strengths and weaknesses, et cetera? Um, this team has it's, – it's not only statistically there, but if, to the eye test, they are sound, they are fundamental, they are strong at the point of attack. Now, again, you're talking about Sam Pittman. So if Sam Pittman didn't have those things, he wouldn't be coaching. Like that's why you bring Sam Pittman in, okay? Correct. Um, this is the most complete fundamental team Arkansas has had ever. Like, like from a fundamental coaching standpoint. Okay. They had McFadden. That was it. Like that was their team. Okay. Mm. This team is sound on the defensive side of the ball. They could tackle offenses offensively. Um, they do they have an identity. They want to get out quick and they want to play action and they are run heavy. I, I thought I saw a stat. Uh, no team has rushed more attempts this year than Arkansas in the SEC. So 84, 84 passing attempts on the season, Clint, 188 rushing attempts. So okay. you want to talk about balance? That okay. ain't it. Okay. No. So no. That's, that's they are coming out trying to establish the run. Yep. And, the, and, and, and listen, a lot of that has to do with the quarterback. A lot of those are designed runs with the quarterback. A lot of those are read options with the quarterback. And then they got a great group of running backs led by, you know, Traylon Smith, who is very fast, very elusive back. Uh, but they got a whole a whole host of backs, a whole a whole complement of backs. And then when they throw it again, it's either quick passes to the outside from what I've seen, which is basically an extension of the run game or it's run, 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 and then hard play action. And all of a sudden, Traylon Burks, who is one of the better wide receivers in the SEC, one of the speedier right over the receivers. Top of you. He is quicker Absolutely. than a duck on a June bug. That guy can fly. Um, good offense. I mean, overall, fundamental sound. Uh, this is not now, now what I saw in the game uh, against AM, <clears throat> and part of it was the injury to, to Jefferson. I get that. But um, if they're not within their groove, if they're off their system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it doesn't turn pretty for them. You get them outside their lane, yep. you make them fight on different terms. It's not pretty for them, which I don't know if you understand what Georgia's defense typically does to the offensive side of the ball. Um, mm. It's to make you play left-handed, as some people say, about mm. another defensive coordinator, not named Dan Lanning. But I digress. We'll get to that. Oh. Here in a second. Uh, but first, we'll let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online are the sports book experts that you need in your life. Uh, they take bets on anything. We're talking fantasy TV shows, but more importantly for this, and locks tomorrow, which hmm. some, said, some said we were lit on locks last week, which we Listen, were. Ooh. We went ahead and had a week last week. Ooh. And. Um, the the season the season total is it's it's high right it's just it's, and it's going north 
That's right. Uh, BetOnline.ag, your sportsbook experts. Get over there right now. Put in the promo code Locked On to bet on baseball playoffs coming up. But more importantly, like we said, Saturday over unders, parlays. Get that sprinkle a little bit on the teaser. BetOnline.ag, your sportsbook experts. Put in the promo code Locked On. You're going to get a sign up bonus. They're going to put it right on top. Get over there right now. That's BetOnline.ag. Daniel, all right, Clint. Where are we going next? Let's, let's move to the defense. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Old friend of the show, uh, Barry Odom, uh, no longer the coach at Missouri, fired and replaced with an alpha nerd. So I don't know how that. I don't know what? how he feels inside. Could you have? Could you have gone from one end of the spectrum to the other that's, with Barry Odom? Mark, it's and worth just pausing a moment and. And appreciating the comedy that's happening in Columbia, Missouri, right now, because it they really replaced is. Barry Odom uh-huh. with Eli Drinkovitz, and there have never been two people that were more different from one another. Um, Barry Odom's a heck of a defensive coach. Listen, oh, um, oh, yes. Sam Pittman pulled Barry Odom, mm-hmm. and um, Brian Harson at Auburn pulled Derek Mason, and. Those are two of the better coordinator hires that we said in the offseason were made in college football. I know Missouri was two seasons ago. uh, Derek Mason was this past season. Um, Two of the better coordinator hires. Um, We're happy. You know, Will Muschamp, another former SEC head coach, now coaching on the defensive side of the ball at Georgia, obviously. But uh, Barry Odom and this defense – Here's the defense in a nutshell, Clint. They got three transfers playing on the defensive line. Okay. One of them went to Appalachian Tech Community School for the Blind. And yet somehow he's coming in here and playing like an all SEC player. I don't know what I don't know what life is. I don't know Mm. what real things are, Mm. but these three transfers on the defensive line are very good, but they are not the key to this defense. The key to this defense are the three linebackers, Grant Morgan, Hayden mm-hmm. Henry, and Bumper Poole. My favorite game to play when I go off to camp as a high schooler, you know, middle schooler. Bumper Poole is the, is the favorite of all. If you play regular billiards, you know, there's, there's too much uh, skill. That's too much, that, too there's, much politics in actual too, billiards. There's too much, you know, there's too much pomp and circumstance. Bumper yeah. pool, you just get right down to the nitty gritty and you make the shots and you win the game. I have a bumper pool table in my garage at right now as we speak. So bumper pool, uh, number one in our playbooks and also number one in my garage. These three linebackers are the key to the defense. Uh, they make all the tackles. Um, they make all the plays. Um, uh, there are lots and lots of Barry Odom kind of, he, he runs this system. It's been talked about this week. If you're, if you listen to Georgia channels, or if you're an Arkansas fan, then you already know this, but Barry Odom runs this multiples defense where he, he, he plays different formations against Mm -hmm. different opponents. But but let me just tell you against Texas and Texas A&M, he basically played the same defense. So, he might play a different defense against Rice, sure. but it's three down linemen. The three. And then it's a bunch of other dudes. And sometimes 
those dudes are coming at the quarterback. Sometimes those linebackers are coming on a delayed blitz or a design blitz um, right up the gut, right off the jump. And sometimes they're dropping eight men back into coverage and they are going to trust these three linemen mm -hmm. to get home while they cover the um, the receivers and whatnot. Um, this is a defense that looked really good against Texas A&M club. Not just can hold their water and hold up to it. They looked dominant against A&M. They had confused the quarterback. Those linebackers, I'll tell you what, I know they come on blitzes, but their pass coverage looked exceptional in that game. They were they had the right fits. They had the right zone. They passed off in the zone mm -hmm. reads the whole entire game. They let the DBs stay deep. They dropped eight the entire time. The three got home because the reads weren't there. Those were all coverage pressures. Absolutely. All yep. of them. So and that's what Barry Odom likes to do. He likes to drop he likes to drop these guys into coverage, take away all your options as a quarterback. And then he trusts those three linemen. Uh, maybe sometimes he brings a fourth, uh, one of the linebackers to to get home. But he, it's he's trying to limit the explosive place. This is the this yep. is the thing. He's saying to you, you want to take three yards, you want to take four yards, you want to take this underneath route, you want to try to run the ball, you know, with linebackers all keyed into the backfield, you know, at playing a zone so everybody's eyes are in the backfield. That's fine. Try to run the ball. Try to take the underneath routes. But we're going to keep the safeties deep. We're going to keep the DBs back there. And we're not going to let you hit the explosive plays. We're going to tackle well when you get the ball. And against Texas A&M, Clint, lo and behold, that's exactly they, what they did. Just that. Now, unfortunately, we're going to get to them. I, I know we're, we're trying to sprinkle a little bit here. But unfortunately for them, um, I, I have one warning to uh -oh. Arky fan and to Odom. Um, oh, no. JT going to carve you up. You do that. Like, like, I hope you understand that this man, this man's Wait smart, Wait he's cerebral. Okay. Yep. Hold let me, on. Let me walk you through it. Okay. Are you trying to tell me that JT Daniels mm -hmm. is a better quarterback than redshirt freshman Michael Card of the University of Texas making his first ever start on the road? I am. Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying Jimbo. Well, he's going to Jimbo. Doesn't work. That doesn't, doesn't work, work out, out great for, for Arkansas. Arkansas. No, let me tell you this: JT doesn't. loves. He does reads. If you saw this, I forget what game it was. He was down to his third read uh, several times. Clemson. It was, it was a Clemson game that I can mm -hmm. see him going through his third read, and he made the accurate, efficient, good read on that. Now I'm going to tell you this right now: Clemson's not Clemson this year. I get that. But if you think Arkansas's D is exceptionally better than Clemson, I'm not saying they're not better, but exceptionally they're not. better. They're not. They're not. Um, they have great scheme and they have great DC. That and that makes up a lot of, for their errors and their lack of, of five and four star guys. Um, JT loves that soft shell defense. Mm. Loves it. Can drop, mm. can drop that. Right behind the corner that's squatting mm. up on that out and that safety that's over the top, give him that flag and he will hit it no problem. Mm. So I, I'm not mm. I'm not downplaying Arky's ability. Okay, like don't don't okay. hear that. We got respect well, for Arkansas. Well, sounds like you are, Clint. Well, 
I am not <laughs> downplaying Arkansas. I'm more just highlighting who JT Daniels is and what mm-hmm. Todd Munkin is. And if you don't think – now, Barry Odom, I love you, bro. But if you don't think head-to-head matchup with Todd Munkin, who's going to come out on top? I know who's coming out on top of that. It's the mastermind, Todd Munkin. So don't yeah. even at me with that. We'll be fine. All right. Um, uh, I got I got two big questions. I might sprinkle in a third, but two big questions about this Arkansas team and the way that we're going to start to combine these two things together. Okay. Um, Clint's, Clint's already been doing it, but we're going to we're going to continue to combine this. What is Arkansas and how does that relate to Georgia and how do these two things match up as we get closer to a prediction tomorrow on tomorrow's episode? So I got two big questions for you. First, I want to tell you about the fine folks over at Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bar on planet Earth. They come in a wide variety of flavors, all of which are incredibly delicious. Fruit flavors, chocolate flavors, caramel flavors, whatever interests you, Bill Bar has it. They are all high in protein. They are all high in fiber. They are all low in sugar. They are all keto approved and good for whatever meal planning, diet planning you are on, pre-workout, post-workout, on the way to work, on the way home from work. Whenever it is, Bill Bar is the right healthy choice it is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and right now mm. you can go to builtbar.com enter the promo code locked on 15 and get 15 percent off your first order which means if you've never tried these built bars shame on you and right now you can fix that by going to builtbar.com entering the promo code locked on 15 and getting 15 percent off your order right now at builtbar.com all right clint mm-hmm Two questions. Okay. I, might, I might throw in a third, but for right now, I'll just stick with the two. Let's go back to the offense. Okay. KJ Jefferson. Uh, their, offense. Bit of a knee, their offense, our defense. KJ Jefferson, a little bit of a knee situation last week against Texas A&M. He was noticeably hobbling. We have both been on record. He's going to play in this game. Uh, he's may not be 100%. It won't be an excuse. Sam Pittman won't use it as an excuse. He's playing in this game. This is the quarterback. My question to you is this. How much are they going to run the QB power and the zone read with KJ Jefferson? And follow-up question, how effective is it going to be? Because this is a significant portion of their offense. The QB power and the zone read. Um, It's KJ Jefferson inside and it's KJ Jefferson on the edge. How much are they going to run against Georgia, uh, given the status of his knee, do you think? And how effective is it going to be, given the status of his knee and the status of Georgia's defense? Um, So I'm going to combine this with, again, how we play defense is island, man coverage, island, be a big boy and go cover your guy. Okay. So that may incline us to say, all right, well, let's let's get some some routes going. Let's let's mix it up. Let's see if we can beat somebody with speed. Let's do these shots. But but again, Sam Pittman's not an idiot. He knows that if he did that five step drop trying to beat man coverage, our guys are getting home against his mm-hmm. quarterback. So I think they're going to make it a key. I, it doesn't matter if he's hobbled or not. As much as KJ can run that, they're going to run it. So until he taps out. It's in their system. It's in their playbook, inside, outside, because it's the only way to keep us honest. It's the only yep. way to set up their entire offense. So this is the problem. If if I was to, again, poke holes in Arkansas, Arkansas is good at what they do. But if they can't do what they do, yeah, it's a ship without an engine. And it is that QB power. So 
all game long as long as that knee. And even if they, even if he can't, when they bring in backups, guess what they're going to try to do? QB power. Like it, it's thing. their offense. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a significant concern. Arkansas is predicated on a system of getting to third and short. They, yes, they cannot lose yards on first down or second down because Arkansas does not thrive in third and long. Okay. If you get Arkansas into a third and long, it's a QB draw. Like that's what's happening on that play. You could just basically take it to the bank. This is not a system that prizes that, that finds its because what they want is that hard play action where they can go over the top on you. And if they can gain yards on first and six, so I agree with you. You've got to have multiple ways to run the football if you're going to try to gain three yards, four yards on first and second down and get yourself into a third and three, which is exactly where Arkansas wants to be the entire game. you got to be able to run the quarterback because if you're just standing back there handing that ball off or trying to throw outside little screens and hitches you know, to the boundary, look, that ain't that ain't gonna be it, and I think Kendall Bryles knows that. Oh, he and knows. So I think you're gonna see a lot of KJ Jefferson running. Uh, all right, let's flip over to Arkansas's defense and Georgia's offense. You mentioned JT Daniels, and to me, I think this is the biggest question of the game because you said JT Daniels is gonna stand back there and pick you apart. He's gonna dissect you if you play coverage against him. Well. I think Arkansas fans will say, if I could just channel my inner Arkansas fan right now, I think an Arkansas fan would say, they you might not be able to understand them, but they would say Arkansas is going to be able to get pressure on JT yeah. Daniels. And so he's not going to have time to stand back there and pick him apart. Because see, that's what happened against Texas A&M, Clint. It wasn't like they dropped into coverage and everybody was covered and the quarterback stood there for three seconds, four seconds, five seconds, and just couldn't find anybody to throw the ball to. It was that they dropped eight people into coverage and the three people that they sent after the quarterback destroyed the person in front of them and sacked the quarterback in within three seconds. So can Arkansas get pressure with three guys the way that they want to uh, because if they can, I think Barry Odom has a recipe for containing this Georgia offense. Uh, the simple answer is no. And and the reason why they won't be able well, to. Well, that's Daniel, a shame. It's a shame. Well, Here's that's why. A shame. Texas A&M doesn't have, I mean, y- you want to talk about, again, left side on lockdown. Okay? Like, like. We, he all of a sudden, we said it last week, he all of a sudden is not just the best interior lineman in this draft, but all of a sudden he's proven himself, put me anywhere on the line. And Sawyer can just just plug and play anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Big we're 69, fine. 69, Jamar Sawyer. Just, he, he, yep. Sawyer's just fine everywhere. He's fine. McClint, just the whole offensive line has solidified. Okay, and if again, if you were telling me, um, hey, we really, really are going to face a, a defense where we need to get push on rundowns. We need to get third and two. We need to complete those. If you said that, I I might have a, a quibble. But if you're telling me that so far, JT has had a clean back jersey the entire season, okay, mm-hmm. even against 
Clemson, which again, good defensive line um, that's been eradicated by injuries. Uh, they're not. They're not. They're not that level. And our offensive line is good. And truth be told, I know people don't like the run game right now. But do you know where we accelerate? Maybe not third and two. We're not so great so far. First and ten, and second and five. When did when did uh, James Cook touchdown come? Was it? You know, when did these things happen? It came in down in distances that I think we're going to be able to run. So between Todd Munkin uh, and our running game. We'll be just fine. Five point six yards a clip for all three of the top guys in the running in the backfield. Yep. Right, that's their average yep. essentially. And the offensive line excels at pass pro. Like that's the thing we do really, really well. Yeah, it is, and um, I think it's your best chance to, you know, people want to see the run game get going. I don't know that Arkansas is the team to start trying to run the ball against because again, these linebackers free in space are just sure tacklers and. Yes, they're going to come up on the football and they're going to come up with speed and they're going to make these tackles again, Grant Morgan, Hayden Henry, bumper pool. They're going to make these tackles. And so um, it's going to come down to the pass game. I do think Arkansas is going to have to send extra people and that's going to open up holes in the secondary for JT Daniels. And are there any playmakers out there, Clint? Like only if there was this kind of tall, bigger mm. guy who could be a matchup nightmare for hybrid in space linebackers as well as defensive backs. Oh somewhere no, in bumper the- pool. Oh no. Hey bumper. It turns out you're a child's game and bring bring some friends. <laughs> bring bring a bag for your tears, possibly, is what hmm. I would hmm. recommend. Um <clears throat> The point you didn't make, Clint, which I I thought you were going to, and so I'll make it for you, is Texas A&M's offensive line is garbage. Bad. It's really bad. And you go back and you watch the Texas game, Arkansas had three sacks in the Texas game, not nearly as many as they had against Texas A&M. And I went back and watched all three of those sacks, and two of them were – directly related to the quarterback doing something really stupid, like walking straight into a defensive lineman instead of stepping up into the free area of the pocket where he could have that Texas quarterback, again, a red shirt freshman making Mm -hmm. his first ever road start. So maybe don't put all your stock in your defense when you shut that kid down. Um, That kid had time in that game and he missed some wide open throws in the end zone arkansas fans you know this he missed some wide open throws in the end zone while having all day to throw while barry odom was sending three guys and dropping eight into coverage if he does that against georgia jt daniel's not going to miss those throws those receivers are not going to drop those balls and listen you could try to eliminate the big play clint but let me just tell you, when these guys get the ball in space and then you have to tackle them, there's your big play right there. You got a real Clint. problem. You've got a real situation on your hands. All right. Arkansas fans, thanks for being here. Uh, Georgia fans. Come back tomorrow. Come on back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. We got, a, we got predictions. We've got locks. We're going to give you betting lines and everything that we predict will happen in the college football season. So even if you don't like the podcast, you can at least come back and make a little money tomorrow. It'd be great. Um, uh, Georgia fans, subscribe to the podcast.
subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, and come back tomorrow. We've got locks for this Georgia-Arkansas game and the rest of college football. We will be back uh, every day this week getting you ready for kickoff on Saturday, and we will see you guys then. See ya.